Hey everybody, I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Life of the Chapins podcast. Here we go. Here we are, season three, episode three. Um, I just wanted to say on behalf of Katie and I um, that we thank you for joining us this week, and we're so glad that you're here listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> welcome everyone. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really wanted to start this episode. Uh, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. What? <laughs> but I didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. I just wanted to do it to see what you would do, but uh-huh. I behaved myself. <laughs> okay. But I did make mention of it. Just yeah. To, just in case. Um, so, yeah, we got some, uh, I guess, our updates for the, the week. Yeah. Um, so, we've been working on a lot of projects and some personal family stuff kind of behind the scenes. Um, more Secret. to come. Probably. Secret stuff. Hang with us the next few months and um, we'll start We'll drop the bomb. Given, uh, given oh, updates no and that's, yeah, no. What are you talking? Don't say that. Oh, well, <laughs> can't say not, a bomb not. on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're not dropping any. Not, not dropping any bombs. That's. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound. I'd been need to be insensitive. Yeah. Um. Dropping information. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm thrown off. What am I talking about? Yeah. I don't know. More info to come. We're still new to this podcast. But we're excited. We're working on stuff. What's my name? What's my name? <laughs> oh, now I have that song in my head. What's my name? What's my name? Oh, I was thinking Because the kids have been watching of, Descendants. Yeah. I was thinking of, um, was it Beyonce? Oh. Destiny's Child? Yeah. <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's say my name, say my name, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not much of a Destiny <laughs> Child fan. I won't tell her. Yeah. Um, no, I always have like Beyonce, the- Beyonce, please forgive me. I always have the listening. Disney song stuck in my head. Yeah, so all whatever, Disney songs. Whatever the kids are watching. I feel like that's all we listen to is Disney stuff. Well, we should we should be sponsored by Disney. I'm not even going to say so. the D word without, you know, they should sponsor us. The T word. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should reconsider my. Can we start my, over? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh maybe I gosh. should uh, reconsider the words that I use. You might want to. <laughs> Fun fact we don't edit our podcast, so it is what it is. Yeah. And we just appreciate all of you for hanging with us as we muddle our way through this madness. Yeah. Truly, zero <laughs> editing. What you hear on our podcast every week is. 100% us from start to finish. Yes. There's no breaks. There's no... Uh, Redos. No tricks. No. I got some fancy buttons here and there that I push. Um, but yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Um, I mean, I feel like this week was pretty standard in regards to like our schedule with the kids. Vanessa's in her black belt cycle. Oh, well, Levi got certified. That was this week. Yep. So he got, he's a certified first yeah. degree black belt. So, so just to, just to, uh, you know, quick little Explain. side note. Yes. Um, we, 
sometimes parenting five children feels like you're stuck in the middle of a tornado and you're just trying to grab your belongings <laughs> as things spin around in circles around you. You know, like the movie Twister and the cow goes by. Yeah. There goes a cow. <laughs> there goes again. Like that, that. That's what our life feels like sometimes. Yeah. So to like forget things that it's not that it doesn't mean anything to us. It's just like. But it also feels like that was like two weeks ago. I think as it's yeah, like our timeline been, gets like yeah. warped because it well, just this feels week like has been just yeah with all the our personal stuff, family stuff, business stuff. I don't know everything stuff. Swirling. It just, yeah, it's swirling. And there goes the cow. Oh, but it's very exciting. He did get He's his certification. Finally, yeah, officially presented with his certificate mm-hmm. that says, you know, he's a black belt, which yes, is pretty cool. It is. So we got one child all the way through. And he's got his name. One more to go. <laughs> he's got his name up on the, they have like a sign on the wall. Yep. Um, In the dojo. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And. They had a little ceremony for all of them, and uh, it was pretty neat. Yeah, it was cool. Watch. A lot of energy. Yeah. And um, it was cool to see all the kids and the families from Levi Cycle back together again. Yeah. Because it's just a good group. Yeah. Um, and then. They, you, they just become like a karate family to you. Yeah. yeah. And now we've got Vanessa Cycle. That, that I don't know if the feelings reciprocated. That's yeah. the way I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. There come the Japans again. Be quiet. Maybe they won't suspect that we're here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody hide. Yeah. Turn off the lights. Where, um, where did everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> um, you have been like diligently working on some pretty cutting boards and some serving trays. Yeah. And charcuterie, charcuterie yeah. which is a word that I get nervous to say because I feel like I'm going to say it wrong. Just mumble. Sure, true tree boards. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, they're really pretty though. Thank you. And um, they've become quite popular. So yeah, I yeah I've done. Uh, uh, thank you for saying that. But uh, I I not but but I don't know. I guess I'm mixed up on my words today. Words are hard. <laughs> but anyway, um, I've made I made one for uh, friends of ours as a Christmas gift. Yeah. And I put it online, and I'm like, oh, you know, I made this. This is kind of cool. Yeah. And since then, I've done. Three? Four? Two two more. And just. Oh, the other ones were cutting boards. Yeah. Or, I mean, charcuterie boards. Yes, charcuterie. Yeah. But I've done two more of of similar serving tray style. Yeah. And I just took an order for another one. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. It is cool. Um, um, but, yeah. It's really uh, cool. But I'm, I've been trying to um, build up a, an inventory. Yeah. I'm not ready to launch my, any website or anything yet, but just because I've been trying to just build fulfill invent- orders from yeah. word of mouth type stuff. But uh, I, have, I do have plans of putting an online store up soon. Yeah. In the meantime, if you guys want to give them a follow on Instagram, Chapin Woodworks, right? Yeah. That's your. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook. I'm yeah. on both. Yeah. So find them there. So whatever your cup Check of tea is. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think that's really, excuse me, all I can think of for our like weekly updates. Um, yeah. And then you've been daydreaming our, uh, our topic. Well, more than daydreaming, pen to paper. 
literally our topic for this literally week. pen to paper i got the paper stuff right here i i went old school on this episode yeah. um so if you hear like paper crinkling in the background that's what it is that's my notes that's the notes they're not um, digital i'm uh i don't know call me old school but i do do some uh electronic stuff but i yeah. like to just scribble on a piece of paper just, yeah i can't type fast enough right to get my thoughts out fast enough and, and even I struggle with writing sometimes. I wish someone could like dictate for me while yeah. I just like think out loud. Yeah, I should try the speak to text feature. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I came up with a little something today. A little something, something. Um, so you might have to listen to me a little bit more today, which I know is kind of a bummer. But I don't know. I just I felt we always have the, these episodes planned. Not not this episode. We have all our episodes for the whole season planned, but then like I just feel like God put something on my heart to talk about this. It's something I I've been studying myself. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Why don't I share it with the podcast listeners? Yeah. So that's what I did. I wrote it down and I like it. And here we go. So I'm calling the the, the topic of today's uh episode What are you running from? Hmm. Um, I thought that was a juicy title. I think so. Juicy. I heard it before just now, but when you first told me about it, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you said I'm that like, oh, audibly too. Yes, I think ooh. I did. Ooh. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Um, sorry, I had a little sip of coffee there. My, I feel like my throat's dry. All right. So I'm... Um, I guess I'm uh, talking about, I don't know how to segue into it, but my thoughts and everything are out of the book of Jonah in the Bible. And some of you through Sunday school or reading the Bible yourself or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, are familiar with the story of Jonah. Um, But if you're not, buckle up because I'll give you a, a... a, a little, a little recap synopsis, yeah, if you will, about Jonah. Um, so to sum up Jonah, the the story is so much more than a man being swallowed by a whale. Um, the story can be looked at from a, a viewpoint of inserting ourselves into the story. Okay, which I like to do that anyway. Yeah, as I'm uh, engaging and reading the Bible and stuff. Like, what if I put myself in that? Or what if I look through the eyes of Jesus who is walking it out? Or what yeah. if I looked at it through, and that's something I've been doing this week, is like, as I'm doing my own personal study, like, what if I looked at it through the eyes of, like, the marginalized, the people that may not have access to the Bible, or yeah. the downtrodden, or the, the poor, or the lonely, or, you know, it would look completely different. Yeah, that, and by putting yourself in their shoes or, or whatever, um, it, it automatically shifts your perspective of like, if I was in that situation and I didn't know the outcome, like what would my thoughts have been? Yeah. Because when we read the Bible, we read it already knowing how the story goes. And we oftentimes, uh, and, and I'm speaking for myself, you can almost read the Bible as if it's a story. Yeah. Like, how is this relevant to me? This has yeah. happened 2000 years ago. You can't mm-hmm. do that. It's living. It's a living word. It, yeah. It's just as much relevant today that it was 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, so 
that was just like a quick little like sidebar. Um, but we sometimes feel like uh, God asks us to, to do one thing, but then we do the opposite, just, just like Jonah did. Um, sometimes we're offered more, but we settle for less. Maybe sometimes we tremble in fear at the belief of a powerful God, but then we doubt his goodness in our lives. We form a habit of sitting at the feet of Jesus one moment, but then we want nothing to do with him once he asks us to do something bold. Can I can I time out for a second? Yeah. Can I see your book? Sure. I just want to, um, when you say, hang on, let me find it. Maybe sometimes we tremble in the belief of a powerful God. I know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. But can you... If if somebody is is new to the Bible or new to all of this, like how could you explain what you mean there? Sure. So, um, um, so I guess there's there's different ways of looking at it. Um, I think for me would be um, once you once you have like a relationship with Jesus and you have um, just the everything like once you once you become a believer and you you can like feel and experience what he is capable of doing through healing the sick or yeah healing yourself or getting you through a tough spot or you know whatever it might be there's so much more to God than just um, this you know guy in the sky that controls everything yeah um there's so much more to that like he the things that you can read about in the bible from genesis all the way up to the uh revelation yeah there's so much that he is capable of doing yeah um so you're like oh my goodness you know we joke about being like struck by lightning but like yeah you know like you're afraid to sometimes you could be afraid to say something or do something that yeah you know, we joke around like, oh, he's, he's going to strike me down with lightning or something. Yeah. Um, like He's certainly capable of doing any of that. Would he? No. But yeah. But he's got. He has the power the to power. do that. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean when I wrote wrote that down, that note. Yeah. Um, is, you know, you, you, you can tremble in fear in one in one breath, but then, like, if things aren't going your way, you could easily think, well, he's deserted me. I'm on my own now. Yeah. And I I, also, that's what I'm trying to, as we unfold this, like there's, that's not true. I also know like, you know, when I first hear like, oh, he's a God fearing man. Like when I think of fear, I think of it as like a bad thing. But like what I've come to learn, the more time I've spent in church or the more time I spend in the Bible, like it, that's not, it's not a fear in like a bad way. It's like, I, I'm a man, like I'm a believer yeah. You know, God fearing woman. Yeah. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah. But like in my example, like, you know, so I wanted to kind of elaborate on that. Like if somebody is newer to this, because yeah. that verbiage threw me mm-hmm. in my early so stages. Like, yeah. Cause you, you hear about like God is love. Yeah. And, and he is, God is love. Yeah. Like love is God. Like yeah. everything having to do, he sent his son to this earth to save us. Right. That's love. That's love. Um, so that is what God is. Yeah. 
it's not condemning. It's not any of right. the things that we could think it would be. Right. Um, because of the everlasting covenant that he made with Jesus's blood. Yeah. Like he sent Jesus as an eternal covenant with us. Yeah. Um, not to get into a Lego. Yeah. Sorry to get you like off track, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, I, I just want to pause because. Yeah. I, I could go on and on <laughs> for quite on a while. Who, who's listening. Yeah, 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 that yeah. might be new verbiage that they've not heard. So yeah. I just wanted to stop and. And yeah. And if you want it. to, if you want to know more <laughs> messages, I'll. Yeah. I could do a Bible study with everybody and uh, break all this down. That'd be but, fun. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll set up a Zoom call and you guys can. Uh, but anyway. Um, but that's in in a nutshell. That's not the heart and mind of God. Like he's not, yeah. he's not condemning. He's not. Yeah. It's just, you know, uh, you know, you could either think of him and tremble like, oh my gosh. But then on the other side, you're like, oh, is he really here with me? Because I'm going through this tough spot. Sure. But, um, we'll see that, you know, he is loving. He, he did take care of Jonah. Yep. Um, he but, shows up. Right. Even if it looks a little different, it, mm -hmm. he's still there. He's still showing up for you. Um, but, um, but anyway, um, so just continuing on, um, I, I was mentioning that, you know, we can sit at the feet of Jesus one moment, meaning following him and just, you know, being ready for his, his call and call on our lives and be like, all right, you want me to go, serve in the Dominican to help people. I'm ready. You know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But then on the next one you could you could think, well, um you're asking me you're asking too much of me. I don't think I'm capable of that. And then you like turn the other direction. Right. Um like you, you want me to go in the I don't even know. I'm not gonna make something up, but um just something extreme and you're like yeah. it, I'm not capable. For, uh, you want me to preach in front of a thousand people. Yeah. I don't have any preaching experience. Why would you ask me to do that? Right. You know, I, I don't know. That it's kind just of thing. random things that you would just be like, oh, uh, I don't know. But so this is, this was all Jonah's behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's taken off and heading the other direction. Cause you're like, you know, listen, you know, God, your, your wife's getting way too much of me. I am not doing that. I'm leaving. Yeah. And we can do the same thing. Yeah. You know, our, our behavior towards things. So he's asking us to do something and we're like, nope, I can't do that. I'm going the other I'm, way. I'm going. See I'm staying where I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yep. So a little bit more about Jonah. Jonah was a, a prophet and God tells him to go to Nineveh. Now to explain what Nineveh is or where Nineveh is, um, it, at that period in time, Nineveh was a dark place located in uh today's modern day iraq okay and nineveh was a big city um there was just intense wicked idol worshiping people they were mean they were brutal evil people with really no regard to human life yikes and these were the people that Jonah was to go and confront. That's what God was asking him to do. Now, this is an extreme case. So yeah. you could see why he'd be like, oh, that doesn't sound like a yeah. good idea. Like even just in our in our own mind, like picturing if God was asking us to go to a place where we felt unsafe, unwelcomed, you know, unsure of. And he's like, I want you to go to that place. Yeah. Like most of us, I don't think are going to be like, 
yes, sir. Here I go, yeah. skipping along. Right. Running straight right. there. So, yeah. So Jonah didn't want to go. Yeah. And, in fact, he went the opposite direction. Yeah. So now, you know, being that as an extreme example as it, it might be, how many of us um, would would feel that way? Feel like Jonah? Yeah. I mean. I would. I think I would, too. Um, actually, I know I would. I yeah. would just be like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, but. And, and this is a, a rhetorical question for the listeners. Has God ever asked you to do something that you didn't want to do? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I I have felt those those times too. And, you know, sometimes I've, you know, been obedient and I've done them. Mm-hmm. But other times I'm like, I can't do that. There's no way. Yeah. You know? And uh, you just kind of get in your own head or the enemy tells you lies about yourself that you start to believe or whatever yeah. it might be. And you missed an opportunity. Yeah. And that kind of disappoints me a little bit that I missed an opportunity because I was inside my own head about it. Yep. Um, so God was asking Jonah to go and preach and... um. Us as followers of Jesus, we have that same command mm-hmm. in our daily lives. His was a little bit more of an extreme case. Ours, ours, ours is uh, you know a little simpler than that. It, he says it right in Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse nineteen: "Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit." And we, you know, we have far better circumstances than Jonah did. Yeah. So to say that Jonah was supposed to go to Nineveh and do it, and then we're supposed to just live our daily lives and do it, it's a little bit of a difference. So it just, I think it goes to show you that, you know, it doesn't take much to do this. Yeah. He's not asking you to preach to the masses. He's just asking you to share things in your daily life. It can also feel really huge. Oh, yeah. It really can because. Like what um, if. You know, you're sitting in the lunchroom and then there's, you know, someone across the table from you or down the, down the way from you and yeah. you feel a nudge from God to like go talk to them. And you're like, no, I'm not going to talk. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. But that person might need you in their life. Yeah. They, they, may, they might be sitting there. Maybe they just lost their mother and they just need someone to talk to or yeah. who knows? You yeah. don't know their story. You don't know their backstory at all. You don't. You know, that could be someone that's going through divorce or... Maybe yeah. they're, you know, whatever. Yeah, but most of the times when when God prompts you, it's putting you in a position to go out on a limb. Yeah. Um, and it always, even though it's not to the extreme of what he was asking Jonah to do, it can still feel extreme to you because mm-hmm. it's still stretching you. It's still pushing you outside of your, your comfort zone and... So many times you can, you know, slink away from that and yeah. be like, I, I, I can't do that. I don't know what I would say. Yeah. But like the times, like you said, when maybe you are obedient to it, you realize that like the Holy Spirit guides you through that. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is just ask for that help, like say yes, and then ask for that help and guidance yeah. and it comes. 
Yeah, um, that's true. Because I've had moments where I'm like, I don't even know what to say. And then suddenly all these words would come out of my mouth I've never said I'm before. I'm like, oh my I'm gosh, like, that ah, was like beautiful. How what? did I say that? Yeah, I was so eloquent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't say, you know, I can't spit out two words on my own, you know, otherwise. And today I was like, oh man, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. I, um, when you were, when you were talking earlier about like missed opportunities, mm-hmm. um, recently in a sermon that we were listening to, they gave the illustration of like a door opening to an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And basically it said like, if it's a door that God opened, the devil doesn't have the ability to shut it, but the devil does have the ability to lie to you to so you keep you from walking yeah. through it. Right. So he won't, he can't shut the door on you, but mm-hmm. he can stop you from walking through it. Right. Um, and, and that's something that that illustration has stuck with me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to jump back into the story a little bit. Yeah. Um, Jonah headed the opposite direction that, um, he was headed for Tarshish and then he gets on a boat and then they start sailing. And then as they were sailing, a storm brews and everyone on board seems to be, you know, freaking out. Now I'm going to, I'm going to stop there for a second. Okay. Because as I was studying the, the Jonah scripture, I noticed like a, a similarity and I wanted to point it out something interesting that I, that I noticed with, um, with, uh, um, a similar scenario in Luke chapter eight mm-hmm. in the gospels, there was wind and waves and it was Jesus in the storm mm-hmm. and they were both in the same scenario. Jonah was on a boat in the middle of the water headed for Tarshish. He was in the bottom of the boat. All mm-hmm. the crewmates were freaking out. Yep. Jesus was in a boat. Everyone was freaking out. Yep. And they're both kind of just slumbering in the bottom of it. And I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um so we so we read we you know, basically, you know, it's 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 a similar story. So why does this happen? So, or, or, you know, why did, why did that happen in, in both stories? Yeah. So like Jonah was in a storm. He was, On a boat. Kind of just, you know, chilling yeah. and, you know, I don't want to keep repeating it, but anyway, so let's, let's talk about like the storm part of it. Sometimes it's God's grace to us mm-hmm. to stir up the storms. Yeah. And that you're like, well, Chris, you've lost it. Why would you? <laughs> Why would a storm be good to us or good mm-hmm. for us? Yeah. And I think that it's the storms in our lives um, that it's, it's not necessarily God's neglect on us, but more his passionate pursuit of us. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's to, to shake things up. It's, it's too like so we can look for him right yeah right, right and you think about jesus and jonah they're both in the similar scenario they're both like just kind of like resting and chilling but i think it's because of their faith in god that you know he he's in control yeah um jonah was a little bit different yeah um because he was bringing the winds and the waves, mm-hmm. but it, self-inflicted you, you, sort of yeah. storm. 
you could look at you could look at it this way is like Jonah is um it, it wasn't necessarily about Jonah yeah being in the boat and creating the waves because God was you know trying to stir things up because of Jonah what if it was about the crewmates that were yeah on board seeing what Jonah was going through yeah and and vice versa in Luke chapter eight. Yeah. It wasn't about Jesus sleeping in the boat. It was the crewmates were relying on Jesus. Yeah. To help them. Yeah. And then once the storm was calmed, they're like, who is this guy? Yeah. You know, so it, it wasn't about the storm. It was about who was in the storms. Yeah. That was just something that, you know, I, I observed. And, and growing their faith and and getting them to see. Right. And yeah, and we can we can think of times in our lives that w- things get shaken up or we yeah. get thrown off course um, because we try to do things one way and yeah, it didn't pan out because it wasn't meant for us. Yeah. Um, and I, I suppose there are instances where you know there's outside uh, outside factors that contribute to it. Yeah, but. If we're if we're like walking in something and, and we know that this is the direction we're heading, it's so much smoother than if we're walking the opposite direction and yeah. we're just trying to avoid something and we're just walking yeah. this way. You meet know, a like, lot more resistance that way. Right, right. Um, so another question to ask yourself would be, what storm in my life has God faithfully calmed? Yeah. I feel like I have storms every day that he comes <laughs> for me. <laughs> Um, you know, and when you really like sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't realize, but when you take a step back or, you know, have like a bird's eye view that he does, yeah, you can see all the factors Mm -hmm. and you know, he's all knowing and he can see everything that is surrounding us. Yeah. So he knows what's going on, but when we're in the middle of it, sometimes it's hard to see past the wind and the waves. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is what storms has he stirred up to bring you back to him? Yeah. Sometimes we can, you know, go astray and he shakes things up to kind of be like, get our attention. Uh, hello. And come yeah. back this way. Yeah. You're getting too far out. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Um, and then, uh, you know, when things get a little crazy, we should all stop and think to ourselves. Am I running? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because not not that any of us intentionally, well, maybe, shouldn't say, but, you know, are we intentionally running away from God? No. Or not. are we intentionally avoiding. avoiding something that we feel called or prompted to do? Right, right. You know? Yeah. Out, out of fear. Right. Because, like, maybe he's asking you to talk to a group of people that you're you know, fearful to talk to or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so we just try and head the other direction and then things get a little, uh, a little crazy or whatever. Yeah. I, I always find that like in, in my own life, I have always had just like a fear of confrontation. Mm -hmm. Um, and that can get me so stuck in a situation that I can't move forward out of 
And then it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And it's just constantly on my mind. And I make it 10 times worse than it needs to be than if I had just like confronted it and got past it. Um, And I, I find that happens over and over again in my life where I feel like that in a way, like that's me when you say like, what are you running from? Like sometimes I'm not like necessarily running away, but I'm just staying stuck. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I, I know I have to do something or, or move forward, yeah. but I just stand here. I freeze. Right. It's like that. It's like that freeze reaction. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, we joke and call it analysis paralysis. Yes. Where you're just kind of like over analyzing, overthinking mm-hmm. about the situation and you don't do anything. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, I don't know what to do, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So I might do another part of part two because I was I was a little nervous that I would just be talking forever because there's a lot to offer in such a little book of Jonah. Yeah. So I might do another another part to it um, maybe on our next episode or something just to kind of. Well, I feel like, you know, with what we've talked about today, this might be a good opportunity for our listeners and ourselves to identify some of the answers to the questions that you asked during this Mm -hmm. episode. Right. Like, what are you running from? Like, take a minute and think about a situation going on in your life right now. Mm -hmm. You know, is is there a a prompting or a calling that you've, that you've had and you're running from or you're avoiding? Is there, um, are you in the middle of a storm and you're trying to figure out why is this happening? And like, you know, where's God in this, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever's going on in your life, thinking, of, thinking about some of the questions that you asked, at least as a, as a point of like identifying it and then, um, starting to pray about that. And if we do a part two next week, I'd love to talk about, um, some, some practical things that, that we could do to try to push through and, and to stop running but actually start stepping towards all that God has for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't get too far into what Jonah, cause it's like, yeah, I didn't even get into the fact that, you know, he gets swallowed by uh, a, a large fish and spends three days. Spoiler in alert. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, haven't read the book. Yeah. So like how far do you need to go before you get swallowed by a fish? You get swallowed by a fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I I'll probably do like another part to this because I think it I think it could be fun to kind of unravel this a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think the other thing that just something that I try to do in relation to like walking in God's calling for my life is whenever I'm uh with people. Or if I'm like even just by myself at the grocery store, I try to like um, keep my eyes up, mm-hmm. and I watch people as they walk by me, and yeah. I am I have like my ears. I'm, I'm I'm like listening as to my surroundings as I'm walking through the store, or you know, yeah. What, whatever it might be and if i like hear someone say something or if i um i don't know i just try to be aware be aware yeah 
and keep my my eyes and ears open and my heart open to an opportunity to be a light in someone's life for that day. Yeah. Whether it's just like a, a simple conversation. I, I don't know how many times I've had a conversation with strangers in the grocery store. Now, I'm introverted. Yeah. I I don't feel comfortable in public settings. Yeah. I I don't feel comfortable in group settings yeah. at all. Um, like if, if there's a group of people somewhere, I'm very uncomfortable. It, yeah. Like, I feel like physically exhausted to be a part of those types of scenarios. But what far outweighs my comfort is the fact that there's someone out there that might need a little bit of light in their life. Yeah. And I want to be that light for them. A hundred percent. Um, so if it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable for a five minute conversation, yeah, it's worth it to me. If they went home and they told their, their wife, you know, I'm, I'm at this guy at the grocery store today. He was so nice to me and he shared this with me and yeah. it was great. I, do I know that they're going to do that? No, I don't know if they're going to do that. They could just get in the car and forget about the whole scenario. But I leave that conversation knowing that I did my best to be yeah. a light for that person. I feel like I've tried to adopt that as my like life motto is be a light. Yeah. Like if I can walk into any situation or any day or any scenario with the mindset, be a light. I feel like it changes my approach to things because I want to reflect the light of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, because it might be the closest thing that person sees of him. Yeah. And and how many of us have the um, the habit of just burying our nose in our phone to avoid conversation? Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. Yeah. So like if I'm walking around in the grocery store with my nose buried into my grocery shopping list, who, you know, what if someone walks by me that needed me or needed yeah. a conversation? Yeah. Not needed me. Like I'm right. a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save the day. Don't you worry. Come here. Come here, guy. I got it. Stand right here. Let me talk to you. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, what if, what if, uh, you know, and we've experienced this. Like, what if there's some like rowdy kids and you just like give the mom a pat on the back and you're like, you're doing a great job. Yeah. You know, we've had that. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, it w- being on the receiving end of right, that. Right, right. You know, but if you're just like, oh my gosh, this lady's kids are out of control. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, we don't know their backstory. You we can't don't. point fingers. And it's they're not trying fair their best. To, yep. Yeah, they're trying their best. Yep. I mean, who, for all we know, she's a single mom with four kids and yeah, their husband just left the family. Who yep, knows? We don't know. Yep. Um, so I think we all, if we all did, you know, kept our... Like I was saying, keep our eyes and ears open to what's going on around us. Yeah. It, we, you know, we can make a difference. But anyway, not to not to get too far along in this episode, but that's, that's some of the thoughts that I had written down yeah, to, I like to those. get us started. I like it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. What do you got for the people? <laughs> I was just, I was just here to listen and take it all in. Uh-huh. Um throwing and throwing my two cents here and there, you know. Um, but no, that that's all I really have. Um, so really we'll just end by saying like um, if, if any of you are new here or you haven't done so already, we invite you to subscribe mm-hmm. um, so you don't miss any of our future episodes. We do release uh, new episodes, new content every Monday. Yes. Um, so you can be on the lookout. 
Um, we also encourage you to follow us on social media so we can interact with you over there. We've got yeah. um, Life with the Chapins on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I have. We're on YouTube too, but we haven't loaded any videos. But that'll be... Mm. I'm trying to figure that out. Okay. We're in the dark on the YouTube. Yeah. We're figuring this out as we go. So yeah. don't uh, don't uh, be too harsh on us. Rookies. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always... We love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs>